Morgan 11, are you trying to call? The cop is not answering their phone. Our number one is in staff, and our five is in staff. Hey, I'm going to call from Washington. I am in a situation where the American learned a possible hijack. What's going on, Betty? The crap is erratic again. Problem very erratic.
the names for the victims of September 11th and their survivors. Yesterday, I lay awake in the palm of the night. A fine rain stole in, unhelped by any breeze. And when I saw the silver glaze on the windows, I started with A, with Ackerman, as it happened, then Baxter and Calabro, Davis and Eberling, names falling into place as droplets fell through the dark. Names printed on the ceiling of the night, names slipping around a watery bend, 26 willows on the banks of a stream. In the morning, I walked out barefoot among thousands of flowers, heavy with dew, like the eyes of tears, and each had a name, Fiore, inscribed on a yellow petal, then Gonzalez and Han, Ishikawa and Jenkins. Names written in the air and stitched into the cloth of the day. A name under a photograph taped to a mailbox, monogram on a torn shirt. I see you spelled out on storefront windows and on the bright unfurled awnings of this city. I say the syllables as I turn a corner, Kelly and Lee, Medina, Nardella, and O'Connor. When I peer into the woods, I see a thick tangle where letters are hidden, as in a puzzle concocted for children. Parker and Quigley in the twigs of an ash, Rizzo, Schubert, Torres, and Upton, secrets in the boughs of an ancient maple. Names written in the pale sky, names rising in the updraft amid buildings, names silent in stone or cried out behind a door, names blown over the earth and out to sea. In the evening, weakening light, the last swallows, a boy on a lake lifts his oars, a woman by a window puts a match to a candle, and the names are outlined on the rose clouds, Vanacor and Wallace. Let X stand, if it can, for the ones unfound. Then Young and Zeminski, the final jolt of Z. Names etched on the head of a pin, one name spanning a bridge, another undergoing a tunnel, a blue name needled into the skin, names of citizens, workers, mothers and fathers, the bright-eyed daughter, the quick son. Alphabet of names in green rows in a field, names in the small tracks of birds, names lifted from a hat or balanced on the tip of the tongue, names wheeled into the dim warehouse of memory, so many names there is barely room on the walls of the heart. Today is September 11th, 2001. The skies were clear. It was a beautiful morning. And at 8.46 a.m., the North Tower was struck. Then at 9.03 a.m., the South Tower struck. At 9.37 a.m., the Pentagon was struck. At 9.59 a.m., the South Tower collapses. 10.07 a.m., Flight 93 crashes into Pennsylvania. At 10.28 a.m., the North Tower collapses. 
and the rest of our lives changed. And it changed it changed us all our lives would never no matter if you were a baby or you were old and all in between everybody's life was different after today and I just wanted to do this uh, podcast because I just want to pay tribute to the victims I believe there's 2,975 victims. They just added two more. Um, I wanted to do this for a tribute to them and the survivors. And when I say survivors, I mean all of us. All of us that were living in that moment and watching it unfold. For a brief moment, we were all terrorized. We were all unsure, broken, betrayed by the world. We didn't understand. And then we learned who we really were. Now, as ugly as it got after that day, after years, after, you know, the war, the Afghan war. I'm not here to talk about politics. We all know how I stand on that. But the reason this did happen was because we let these rich men make decisions for us and they get us in in these types of situations. And you can criticize me on that one all you want, but it's true. None of those victims on 9-11 or us survivors, we're all survivors because we were traumatized. And I know some more than others that were in New York or in Pennsylvania or at the Pentagon. I get that. But in a sense, we all survived that day. And now 20 years later, we can sit here and have a discussion about it. And I'm not here to discuss a conspiracy theory. I'm not here to discuss holy wars. I'm not here to discuss anything but to pay tribute to the people, to the American people, to the American people that died, to the American people that put their life on the line, to the ones that were simply watching their televisions, watching this unfold, not knowing if this was going to happen in their town, in their city, in their apartment building, in their place of business, because it was a lottery. Everybody was in the dark. So I feel like, in a sense, we all survived that day. And the ones that we lost, none of this, none of this, none of this, none of it would have happened if it weren't for rich people making decisions for us. But again, I'm not, I don't want to talk about politics. I'm just passionate about this right now. But some of them even gave more than their life. Flight 93, they fought. They fought 
to make a decision and they made a decision and they knew what the consequences was and they did it anyway. Now we can now sit back and do what you're doing right now and think about if you had the balls to do that. Do you have it in you to say, hey, the government's going to shoot us down or he's going to crash this into the White House or we take this motherfucker down because he ain't, we ain't, we're not going to let him do that. Imagine that. We can sit here and say, yeah, I'd do that, blah, blah, blah. But think about Until you are in that situation, those people are more, if there's a better word than superheroes, people are gods. Those people potentially saved our government, potentially saved themselves from getting shot out of the air by our own people because you can't imagine what those people in those F-16s are thinking when they're about to make, be told they have to make a decision to shoot down a civil, a civilian plane. I'm here to talk about what people were thinking. Uh, what was their side of it, you know? What, what would you I'm watching this footage and the footage haunts me every year but I want to watch it I make myself watch these things because I never want to forget you know how there's tragedy in your life or something and after years and years and years that pain kind of because you kind of block out the memories unless they were good memories that's a different story but in this case we have it on film we see it you know I I personally make myself watch it because I never, never want to forget how it felt that day. As much as it sucked, sometimes you have to feel the pain to understand the comfort. And that day, as a 28-year-old man, just a year older than my daughter is now, angsty you know fuck the world fuck the i guess i've been fuck the government my whole life <laughs> but anyway uh it was it was shocking it was it was um i, I feel like everybody in america right after the greatest time in america is uh, as far as i've been alive is the time in between the terrorist attacks and the time we sought revenge in between that time there was there was no there was no talk of racism politics nothing we all came together as a nation there wasn't this digging on people and fucking these these problems that were unnecessary now if these things were to happen today, and they will happen now that we've done what we've done. But I think these these generations are not going to be able, they're just going to uh, roast, e or not roast each other, but they're just going to blame it on each other. It's going to be this guy's fault. And it's never, you're never going to, we're past getting together ever, ever like we did on September 12th and a few months after that before we decided we want to get revenge that really caused this thing from the beginning but 
Um, the fact is that was think about that. That that that's the last moment that we were Americans. That America was America. United a United States of America. Now we're just states of America. Uh, after the day after September 11th, we all had each other's back. You saw American flags on every building, car, blah, blah, blah. And then we went to war, and it just kind of disappeared. And then after that, we all just turned on each other. The liberals, the, you know, they say when Trump came into office, that's when the divide was. But it was way before that. But there was a time in between September 11th and the Revenge War, <clears throat> excuse me, um, that it was glorious. You know what I mean? There was no, everybody was looking out for each other. People actually gave a shit about each other. And that, in the sight of that tragedy, that felt so good, so comforting. It was almost like a giant human hug on everybody after that. And now we're lost. And what that day should what today should have taught us 20 years ago was this is the United States of America that we've been striving for. This is the these this is what defines us as America. We came together as people. We were hugging each other, white, black, people of color, what the fuck ever you guys want to call it. We didn't care. There wasn't that. There was none of that. We were a united, if you were fucking American, you were, we were all in this together. And I ain't saying we are all in this together like this fake fucking saying that everybody had during the fucking lockdown. Because, no, we are not all in this together. Not anymore. It's the, it's either this or that. And if you can't agree with this or that, then fuck you. So that's what I don't understand. And I think um, they should have to play these documentaries as harsh as they are in every school on this day. Uh we, we shouldn't have to fight for a channel to find out where, you know, the history channel. We, we shouldn't be watching fucking grown-ups or fucking uh, whatever on every other fucking channel. There should be... I just don't understand. People gave their lives. People... There's footage of people holding hands and jumping out the windows because they couldn't have the heat. Or they, they were afraid they were going to burn alive. Again, the balls. The balls in the heart to make that fucking decision. Could you imagine? Um, that would show you if you're strong or weak. And, and we can sit here and say, well, they took the easy way out. That's not, that's not it. You have a choice. Do you want to go this way or do you want to go that way? You know the end result in both. And to me, that's one of the most heartbreaking things in all these documentaries or specials or whatever. And I'm glad they don't censor it out because it is reality. There was one I just watched uh, today. It was called um, I Was There or something. 
It was on the History Channel. That's all I've been doing all day. Sorry about the late sh- post. But I had to do this special to pay uh, tribute to the victims and the survivors. Us. The American people that lived through it, seen it, was there, was either in the buildings that made it out. Whoever you are, this affects us all at that uh, uh, specifically that day and ironically enough this is uh, I guess never mind it is 20 it is the 20th um, anniversary but I just thought it was ironic on the 20th anniversary my daughter is just about the same age I was when it happened but uh, I remember the day uh, me and my friend Chris, we were putting um, carpet down in Cuyahoga County Community College, the Tri-C as we call it. And uh, we're just listening to Howard Stern and they're talking about the plane going in the first one. You know, uh, they were talking, uh, Pamela Anderson was on the show at the time. Um, and... Uh, Everybody was laughing. It seemed normal. We're, we're, we're gluing down some carpet, and all of a sudden, a security co- guard comes up. He goes, uh, you guys have to leave. And we're like, what? What do you, what do you mean? we got to finish this carpet. He's like, no, drop everything. Get your tools out of here. Get the fuck out of here. There's a bomb threat. I'm like, oh, shit. So we have to go on the highway, and we have to go past the airport, and they shut the airport highway down. I think it's a 71 going into 480 or whatever. I haven't been up in Ohio in so long. I can't remember the merge. So they had the traffic pretty much at a stop. You know, they had the uh, highway closed down right next to the airport because <clears throat> apparently we find we find out later that's when the ninety three circled over uh, Cleveland uh, Hopkins Airport. Sorry, my throat's a little dry right now. And uh, right, a couple cars in front of us was the exit for Carlisle Township or something or. We were close to Carlisle Township. I believe it was Carlisle Township. I could be wrong on that too. But we knew about this little, this little dive golf course, and uh, we're like, "Fuck, we're we're at a dead stop on the highway anyway." I mean, they shut it down, so we just fucking went off the brim there, went down, got off the exit, went golfing, and then when we came up to the clubhouse. After the ninth hole, they had like this back then that, you know, it wasn't all these 4K TVs in Asia. It was this little TV with the ears, uh, tinfoil on the fucking rabbit ears. And uh, it was, you could see it up there and and everyone's just standing around the TV and we're like, because we heard about it, but we actually never seen it. And that was the first time we saw what actually happened. And uh, the the horror on our faces was just like, oh, my God. We thought it was just, you know, an accident from Howard Stern's show. You know you know what I mean? So then uh, we're, we're golfing, and uh, they had um, landed all the airplanes. And this golf course is close to the airport. So every time we played this golf course, that's all you heard was airplanes. And not one airplane you heard it. And my buddy Chris just looks up and he goes, isn't it fucking creepy? And I go, what? And he goes, we haven't heard one airplane 
all through these 18 holes. I was like, you're no shit. That is weird. Because usually you're, you know, all day long. And then uh, I just went home, and Howard Stern was my news for the rest of the afternoon because he was stuck in Manhattan. And uh, I'll always remember that day. And how close, I didn't realize how close we were if that plane would have dropped in Cleveland right there where they turned. We would have been fucked. Well, not fucked, but we would have been damn near next to it. But thank God that didn't happen. I mean, thank God it happened in a field and and those people took care of business for us. They saved us, in a sense. Um, the people in the towers. And let's not forget Building 7 fell. They didn't mention that. They don't mention that much at all. They did in one of these documentaries. I think it was the Netflix. But uh, really... Um, you know, if you feel the need, uh, email me your story at um, splatsunicorner uh, at, at yahoo.com and tell me your story. I'll read it on here. I'll use your name anonymously. Um, I know people my age. It affected us hard. And uh, we took that patriotism to heart. And I'll never forget it. I lived in Cleveland, Ohio at the time. We were not far away from the action or whatever you want to call it, the the tragedy. And um, I believe at the time, Cleveland was one of the most populated uh, Muslim cities anyway, so I don't think they would have fucked with us. Uh, that was the That was the theory anyway. But I hope you guys... Don't ever take that day for granted, or today for granted, I should say, because today is September 11th. And um, I'll never forget watching the Yankees game the day, a couple days after. And the pride, the American pride in this country was just tremendous. It was probably one of the, like I said, one of the only times in my life where I felt proud to be an american we all did at one time it wasn't a battle it wasn't this or that or you're this or that or you're you you or the blah 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 it was we are fucking americans these colors don't fucking run let's roll right uh, but now it's like we barely we're we're uh, we're 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 bitching about because it's a recording of victims' names because of COVID-19 and people are bitching about it. It's like, I'm pretty sure the people that had died that day do not want you to do what you're doing. Just stop it. Whether their names are in a recording or out of somebody's fucking mouth, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, Mayor Giuliani. It doesn't matter all the Democrat or Republicans or Democrats that are bitching that there's a fucking recording. Their names are being said. They are be they're being it's a tribute. And this is what I'm talking about. We gotta stop going at each other's throats. Because what we saw on nine eleven, we're gonna we're gonna start doing to each other. 
And we don't want that. We don't need that. That's not who we are. So today, uh, I'm going to pay tribute to the victims, the survivors, us as Americans. Always remember, never forget 9-11-2001, where it changed life. It changed history. And let's pray to God that we never have to live through that again in my lifetime. So I just want to say I love you to everybody. Um, we don't know if it's ever going to happen again. I don't know where I'm going to be if it does happen. I don't know I'm going to always be here. So I just want everyone to know that I love you. And you're human to me. Um, you're my brother, you're my sister, you're my they. Let's all come back. Let's all come back to September 12th, 2001. And let's remember who the fuck we are. Okay? Stop being your party and start being a fucking human. Let me say that again, please. Let me say it again. Let me repeat myself. I don't do that a lot. But... Stop being your party and start being a fucking human. I'm not asking for much. But to the victims, you gave your life up for us. Whether it was intentional or non-intentional, you died for a cause. And we thank you for that. Including the fur, the rescue and search dogs. That were in 9-11. We thank you. To the fire. Uh, New York Fire Department. The uh, Pennsylvania Fire Department. The Pentagon Fire Department. Whatever. All you guys. All the firefighters and police officers. And Port Authority officers. All. every Any rescue. Um, ambulance drivers. Every, doctors. Everybody that had any hand in that. Thank you. Because without you guys, there would have been massive, 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 way massive more deaths than there were. And we all should be thankful for these men, ladies, or whatever. They's. Uh... Thank you for everything. I hope you guys stay safe out there. I hope you never forget this day, 2021-9-11. Or 2001. Either, any, any 9-11 you should always rem be remembering what happened. Don't let your mind slip and fucking blow, blow this day off as a, as a blatant day. Because it isn't. To some of us, it was horrifying. It was watching a horror movie right in front of our faces, whether you were there or were you watching on TV or whatever. I guess what I'm saying is just because you didn't live in the neighborhood doesn't mean it didn't affect you some type of way. And just remember, we're here at the Splat Unicorner. We're always here to, to, to listen to you if you ever need to let it out. So I love you guys. 
USA. I love America. I love my country. I love my fellow man. I know sometimes it doesn't seem like it, but I do. I never want to see tragedy like this to happen ever again. And for the generations that are there now, get your fucking shit together. Stop being your party and be a fucking human. Stop pretending to be a human. Stop pretending to be your somebody you're not. That's what we are now, fake people. Stop it. Stop being your party and start being human. I'll fucking repeat it so many times. That's the new movement I'm for. And if everybody wants to get behind me on that, maybe we'll get shirts made. <laughs> Don't tempt me. But uh, I'm going to wrap up the episode to just say I love you guys. Stay safe out there. And uh, never forget. Good night.